Van Gogh's death was more of a celebration than anything. It's like, finally, no more weird, finally. no more sticky sunflowers. This is the last starry sky no we more, ever have No more to sticky see. sunflowers. Thank God. Hang this up. Everyone walking through the museums just sign relief the entire yeah. time. Yeah. Woo! Oh, oh, my God. This is great. Wow. Yeah. You couldn't put a price on that. Disturbing the peace with some peace of mind. Sleeping in jeans, I'ma need a night. OD on a cheap advice. OC on the cheapest flight. Lady, I've been on the move trying to get to something. But I told her I've been running just to see the sights. All right, everybody. We're back, baby. Bet you didn't think you'd get two <laughs> weeks in a row. <laughs> I really hope you did. And for us, it's two days in a row. Woo! Cheers, brother. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, we're uh, we're about to go into the filming vortex. We're trying to batch record a bunch of podcasts so all at once. So we're filming a bunch. So yeah. <laughs> so you know, no need to have any disclaimers up front, but. If it sucks, it's because we just recorded yesterday. Yeah, you get what you get. We're trying. I think we said that last time, but, but we, we are not at home, okay? No. We are abroad. Same as last week's episode, assuming we got that right and uploaded both episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're still in Barcelona. The big city. What's sort of, uh, Jake, what's something you think about when you're traveling mm. when i'm traveling i think about where am i gonna find a good cup of coffee okay okay what do you think about when it comes to i don't even know how to how does it feel to be so far from home it depends <laughs> okay <laughs> but normally it feels it feels good when you're on vacation for a little bit, but then you also miss being far from home. Yeah. And so <laughs> you ever just wonder, I wonder what's going on back home right now. Yeah. All the time, actually. Today we were sitting at a cup of coffee and I said, I had, I have no idea what's going on at home right now. Well, I got just <laughs> the perfect thing for you. All Jake. right. I can't wait. I pulled up another news story. Mm. Good. That's why people come around <laughs> yeah. here well, for the news. Yeah, that's true. I feel like we have pretty good news stories, though. I try and find the good ones. So, yeah, I wasn't joking. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> okay. Um, this news story comes from real close to home. This took place in Lakewood, Colorado. Which that's where I was... That's where I grew up. Oh, the motherland. The motherland. This took place in the motherland. Mm -hmm. um, actually... No, never mind. Sorry. I was going to totally take us off the rails, but I have to get through this news story. <laughs> Ooh. Can, can you put a pin in the rails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so back home, what's going on while we're, while we're over here in Euroland? Uh, things are pretty much par for the course in Lakewood because let me just read you the headline of this story. This is on Fox News, so you know it's good. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. We don't need to open that box of worms, but... Um, <laughs> Employee at Colorado Driving School plows through front of business building. No. It, wait, 
employee at the driving school. No. <laughs> oh, no. An employee at a driving school in Colorado made an unforgettable entrance into the building on Tuesday. <laughs> While attempting to park a Hyundai Tucson in a spot in front of the community driving school on Wadsworth Boulevard, and like it would have to be on oh, Wadsworth, attempting to dude. park it, yeah, oh yeah, no, of course it's on Wadsworth Boulevard in Lakewood. The driver accidentally drove straight into the building. <laughs> Lakewood police shared a photo of the crash, which showed most of the car stuck inside the driving school's front windows under a sign that read "Learn to Drive." <laughs> Are you serious? Shattered glass and broken bricks could be seen surrounding the car. The article goes on, but I mean, there's really nothing wow. else to say. But you have to see this photo. That sounds like... Yeah. Okay. This <laughs> this photo is beautiful. I was just about to say, it sounds like the opening scene to a Disney Channel original movie. It does. And that's exactly what this photo looks like. It's the biggest, clearest white letters saying learn to drive with a Hyundai high centered through the window if you could put That's if you beautiful. could put stock in jpegs that you think could become a meme yeah like this is like one of those ones oh that my I feel gosh like yeah that's a how do you meme card yeah for, for sure. real for real so we're celebrating <laughs> we're celebrating the new one and this was only eight days ago too so i feel like there's definitely a world where in the future this is like a very recycled internet photograph and it just yeah. was born. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That really is. Well, good find. I feel like that has to become just plastered all over the internet. I know. I know. Soon. Well, they were super, they were super certain to let everyone know that it wasn't a driving instructor. It was just someone who worked at, who worked at the oh, driving school. Oh, okay. So that to them was really important as if it makes any difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, whether you're an instructor or not, I've always wondered how that, like I've seen multiple accidents, accidents where someone just accidentally hits the gas instead of the brake. Yeah, but to like go through a brick wall? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wild. Wait, so is it the student's car? Or was it no. just, it was an employee? It's an employee in their personal car. Oh. Driving to work. I wonder if Lad Bible, like, paid that person right under i the know table. that's the thing it almost seems like an inside <laughs> it, job it's yeah, too perfect it really does huh um yeah there's like an editor's note this is this story has headline has been corrected to reflect a statement from the community driving school that stated the employee is it's is new and not a driving instructor. so it's the new guy <laughs> oh oh the my new guy god drove his car into the building new guy got a job at learn to drive just so he could drive his car through the front door there's I no know, it chance feels very, <laughs> it feels very much like an inside but i've seen this happen before like you see people like slam their cars into the front of buildings especially those like like strip mall storefronts all the time Really? So yeah. So I feel like there's something. Huh. People just like hitting the gas instead of the brakes, but yeah, it seems like a lot of momentum and a lot of inertia to yeah. go through a brick wall. But I, yeah, the the brake peel the brake pedal feels real different than the it gas does. pedal. It, it definitely it's does. It's hard to although okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, it makes sense to just like slam on the brake because you're scared and you just fully slam on the gas but still maybe I yeah know. i don't know but the the best part is you couldn't like you couldn't hypothetically come up with a better store to drive your yeah. car into though 
Like anything else, it's like kind of just sad, you know. Like if you drive it into a dentist, it's like, oh, I hope no kids got hurt. Or if you yeah. drive it into a Dairy Queen, it's like. But if you drive it into a driving school, everyone's like, woo. <laughs> No, no one was hurt by the way so oh good so okay it, good it's fun <laughs> dude um you and i actually aren't so different after all i know oh, you, really I know you thought, did you think we were i know you thought i know you thought we were really different but i actually was homeschooled to learn to drive Isn't that oh, crazy? You just freaking outed me as being homeschooled. <laughs> Everyone knows you're homeschooled, dude. They just take one look at you and they know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, I just say that because I'm pretty sure we already talked about you being homeschooled. Yeah, maybe we did. But when we, wow, when I'm we really outed that you were homeschooled learning to drive. That's so unique. <laughs> It was when we outed Isn't that you. that how everyone is? Like, there's only one test you take that's not part of being homeschooled, which you have to do when you're homeschooled anyway, because you have to take standardized tests. So you basically just took a standardized... No. Everyone is homeschooled at driving school. No, there's places called learn to drive. Oh, maybe you're right. Where people... But when you have your permit, you just have to drive with your parents, like everyone. Oh, yeah, that's true. But even like, even driving... Wait, 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 wait. It's been a while. It, it has been a while. Did you, don't you have to go to school to get your permit? Sorry, go ahead. We no, don't need to talk about no, no, permit no, logistics. I, no, we do. <laughs> no, because I think if you're like 18 or older or like six, 17 or older or something, oh. then you can like bypass that. Yeah, and your permit you just get, but then you can only drive with someone in the car. Right, right, right. right, right. I think it works like that. But the day I got my driver's license uh -huh. when I could drive a car by myself, the very first day I rear-ended someone. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, oh. in a parking lot. And I got out of the car, and it was like this nasty truck, like this really ugly truck. And I was like, oh, God, who's this going to be? Yeah. And there was this family that lived down the street, and they were kind of like known as just the crazy family. Like, I think everyone just kind of had all different sorts of conspiracies about what was wrong oh, with them. Oh no! And I was like, "Who would drive a truck like this? Like <laughs> they're gonna..." And so I'm thinking, like, it's probably gonna be fine. It's all dented up anyway. No one's gonna care. Yeah. And they come out, and it's the crazy family. No. And they were like, they, they were cared. like yelling and screaming, and they're like, "Wow, wow!" And I was like, I didn't even know what to do, because they don't even teach you that in driving school, really. Like, yeah. So anyway, I finally was like, oh, you ask for insurance. And so I was like, ah, should we exchange insurance? And then they were like, we don't need to deal with all that. And then they just got in their car and drove away. Oh, whoa. So, so they just wanted to yell at you and get out of yeah, there. Yeah. Wait, so it was this happened in a parking lot. Yeah. In a come and go parking lot. When you were parking. When I was leaving. I like so, they were parked. I was parked next to them. I pulled out backwards and then was like. And then you hit the and gas just, instead of the brake. And then I blasted through <laughs> the wall of the gas station. Oh, no. Yeah. Dang. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's why you end the people. Wait, you end the people? Oh, I thought you said and. Oh, wait. You no. said end? I thought you said. <laughs> and that's why you. But I thought we were alternating words. Yeah, we are, we are. We are. Oh. We are. That's why you. Your turn. And. <laughs> you said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's why you and the people. 
are celebrating the victorious victory of the Friends with Benedict's podcast. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> wow. That's why you Do- and the people are celebrating the victorious victory of the Friends with Benedict's podcast. Hey, hey, Shafe. Oh, here we go. That exercise we just did was pretty weird, huh? That was pretty weird. <laughs> um, Shafe and I were, we were talking a while back about... Well, basically, we were talking. We we basically got in the biggest argument we've ever gotten in mm-hmm. in the history of our friendship, mm. and it was discussing the difference between Ben Howard and Boney Vare in uh in the the sense of what when is something weird, but it feels good that it's weird, and when is it weird just for the sake of being weird? Yeah. So. To frame this up, I am a big, big, big Ben Howard fan, and mm-hmm. he's been going more and more down sort of like a, a weird path, and I'm all about it. I love everything. I love all of it. Um, and Bon Iver has done the same thing in the past, like kind of going from a more traditional indie whatever and then getting more and more experimental. Yeah. And for whatever reason, to me, don't, I'm just saying where this came from. <laughs> no, no, totally. I was going to provide backstory oh, yeah, too. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Schaefer was telling me about Ben Howard's new album and how, which was the mainstream one that everyone knows? Every Kingdom. Every Kingdom. So Schaefer was talking to me about Every Kingdom and how it's the worst one and this new one's really weird and good. And I replied and said like, yeah, that reminds me of Bon Iver who's, biggest success was the very like classic folk sounding ones but my favorite stuff of Bon Iver is the newer stuff where it's really weird and that's my favorite Bon Iver stuff which I agree with too but for some reason for whatever reason my perception of it is Bon Iver stuff is weird just for the sake of being weird or it comes off more that way than a more graceful experimentation Mm -hmm. and part of it part of it is just the fact that he names his songs like 22 <laughs> comma infinity sign. <laughs> and that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so it's funny because like, it's funny because my perception of it as someone who's fully about going up down the weird road, is just like, it's just, it's just like, no, it's just like throwing paint at the wall. Yeah. It just feels very, very like overly abstract and overly pretentious. So basically, I hope you'll all... It is still, I still like all of the newer stuff more from him, but yeah. I like his newer stuff less than I like Ben Howard's newer stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess the point is, I hope you'll all indulge us in a conversation about... In a conversation where we're not going to land on anything co- concrete... But I think it's a really interesting conversation to have about like when is weird a really good thing for art and when are you just being weird just like to do it? Um, And how do you get away with being weird just for the sake of being weird? Yeah. 
why does it feel yeah why does sometimes it so feel so good sometimes and sometimes mm-hmm. it's just this big eye roll yeah which it's obviously not black and white no and it's completely because, subjective like, yeah because you yeah. have a very different perspective about that specific grouping of of artists than i like right yeah it and that's such a big part of it is what um what backstory do you have tied up in it? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, man, music especially is so touchy to talk about. Cause you can have, you can have like a memory attached to a song. That's a really terrible song. I say that cause I have like specific examples of this where I have such a strong, wonderful memory attached to a horrible song from a really cheesy artist. But because of that memory, I love that song or even that artist. I feel more um, gracious towards just because my own life has a memory attached to it. I know it. I was going to toss serious shade at you, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Wait, I kind of want you to just because I'm curious uh, now. Well, I guess I have to. Well, I was going to say like everything by Lil Pump. <laughs> Lil Pump. Don't you love Lil Pump? No, which no, one's the one that you Lil like? Lil Peep, Lil dude. Peep. Oh my God, that's yeah. a completely different universe. <laughs> Little pump, no. <laughs> Little peep, hell yeah. It's a completely different universe. <laughs> Little pump did, um, wait, did Little pump do Gucci Gang? Yeah, Little pump did Gucci Gang. Little peep did Star Shopping. Those are, <laughs> I know, I know you this don't is know a really either, great example but... <laughs> of exactly what you were just talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So yeah, music's sensitive because. Of that, and it's frustrating too because mm. you can feel so passionately about something like, like with music. I feel like I I feel more passionate about the artists and the songs I like than like anything. Yeah, and you want to like just shake someone and be like, "It's so good, isn't uh-huh. it?" Yeah, like, but you can't force that on anyone because it's so reliant on the situation you heard. Totally. It. Yeah, I hate music. And yeah, so <laughs> Boney Vare. Uh, the II album. Wait, is it the II? Yeah. Yeah, that's the newest one. Oh. Or no, that's the second newest one. The sec. Yeah, the second newest one with like the flash tattoo sheet looking yeah, cover but art. Yeah, twenty two a million the, also had the flash tattoo. Oh, it's twenty two a million. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh. Yeah, II is the newest one. Twenty two a million is the like right. the first pretty. The first one, one yeah. with the really weird titles and the black flash art right. album art. Anyway, the point is. That album in particular has such an intimate memory for me attached to it that I will never share with anyone that that album can do no wrong, you know, Uh, like the like. Well, and also. The titles never bothered me, but basically when the album came out is when that memory occurred. So it's like that album can just do no wrong. So I don't know what lens I look at it now, but any of the weirdness, the titles of the songs, any of it, I'm just like, I love it so much. Yeah. Um, But there is this, I think the line is most clear in like, it's like if you tell a college student to make an experimental short film, you can definitely picture like they're going to throw glyphic overlays on it. Yes. And 
yeah, maybe have weird jumbled text that doesn't make sense or something. Like there's a lot of things that you could probably just pull directly from that Bon Iver album art yeah. and flash it over and a video. Gonna be, and they're going to be like <laughs> in an all white room, like on their knees. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be wearing like one red piece of clothing. And it's like black and white, except the red yeah. t-shirt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is a this is kind of a random side story that I just thought of. Uh-huh. But maybe one of the worst things I have ever made in my life. I don't know if I even want to resurface this. You have to. <laughs> I don't know if you know where I'm going yet, but you're gonna know soon. One of the worst things I've ever made in my life was when Schaefer and I were just about to start doing the job we do together <laughs> now. <laughs> and we had a day where we got together and hung out because Schaefer and I had never worked together before. This is the second time we ever, second day we ever hung yeah, out. Yeah, second day ever hanging out. We committed to working together on 63 daily videos for a massive client together. It was our second time hanging out. And we were like, we better make one daily video together to make sure we're capable of doing this job. <laughs> um, so anyway, long story longer is that <laughs> we decided to do a filmmaking challenge where we each bought each other something from a thrift store, gave it to each other, and had to make a video using that object. Yeah. And Schaefer bought me this harp guitar with forward slash harmonica thumb instrument yeah (laughs) with balls attached to strings that you bounce on the strings and uh i basically just made that weird experimental college student film Because I didn't know what else to make with a bouncy ball (laughs) string thumb harmonica mandolin thing. (laughs) And it's one of the most embarrassing, horrible things I've ever made. I forgot about it. Oh my gosh. It's so funny how much higher our standards have gotten too. Because if we did that now, we would just scrap that video. Oh, yeah. We never would have made it. (laughs) Yeah. What we made. I'm impressed we did. Yeah. It would be fun to like revisit that. Yeah. The revisit the concept. Yeah. I know. It is a fun concept. I know. Yeah. We used to have such good ideas and be so lively and have so much fun. And then the internet ate our souls. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I totally forgot about that video. So <laughs> that was the beginning of that, it all. Yeah. Uh, and then you made a sick commercial for a hair dryer. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> but the hair dryer was like it was impossible to make yeah. anything not interesting about that thing. <laughs> it was, well, uh, you say that, but I should have made something interesting about my bouncy harp thing. You did. It was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but the point of that whole rant was that's exactly that video I made is exactly what comes to mind for me of bad weird. It was just bad weird. It mm-hmm. was weird just for the sake of being weird because that harp thing was weird. Yeah, like one one thing that I think is really important is. At least having a rough conceptualization of like where you're going and what you're trying to say, 
Mm-hmm. Even even like Rothko, like the most abstract, there's at least like you know there's some kind of intention behind it. And actually, I would even say you can go into a modern art museum and you can run into super abstract meaningless seeming thing. And I feel like you can pick out the ones that feel like they have any sort of like purpose or 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 intention behind them at all. Mm-hmm. And then you can see the ones that are just like this one just literally is because there are some that are every bit as abstract as others, but they feel it feels like there's something there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I definitely know what you mean. Like I suppose the one I'm not doing a good job at saying is the best, even the most abstract art that is still like, I don't know. It's hard to say good because it's like a, that opens a whole nother box, but it, it's supposed to communicate at least a feeling. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And you will see oh, stuff. Good point. You'll see yeah. weird stuff and you'll be like, this makes me feel something. Yeah. Be it, maybe that feeling is frustration because of how abstract it is mm-hmm. or how hard it is to understand or whatever. Oh, yeah. But some of it you see it and you're just like, this is nothing. This doesn't make me feel anything. This yeah. is just <laughs> <Yeah. it's> garbage. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point because initially my you know my response to that was going to be like 60% of the people will just blaze past a Rothko and whatever the percentages is will blaze past it and then other people will stop and feel something from it but i guess that's the whole point of this conversation is like yeah it is different for everyone but for you yeah like even if something's weird and doesn't really make sense if it makes you feel something that's kind of what we were talking about with Bo I was going to say, that was why I liked Bo is Afraid. It yeah. was super weird, but you couldn't I, could really, tell, I could tell I was supposed to be yeah. feeling weird about it. Yeah, you, you can't really explain it, but yeah, but it made you feel something. Hmm. Wow, you solved it. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's all about. That's, yeah, man, because... I think we should talk a bit about, um, even though we kind of talked about this last week too, <laughs> um, don't hug me, I'm scared. Yeah. Because that is real weird. I don't know why I like it so much. Yeah, it's it. that one stands out for me. Well, first off, let me say before I sound like a complete, a complete idiot, like I know that there is... Like different people will have different reactions to different works of right, art. Like yeah. the same thing with the music. Like, like you're allowed to like Bon Iver and I'm allowed to not like Bon Iver. Like, there's all, there's all kinds of interpretations, and I do. Um, but I do think there are some that just like land it so well that it's like every like Rothko's one where it's like, it even though it's super weird. Like, there's hard. It's hard to find people that don't at least acknowledge Rothko as Mm. being at least interesting. Yeah. And I wonder when that, wait, what am I like? How come? Oh, this thought's hard to formulate. How come sometimes? (laughs) Yeah, definitely not qualified. (laughs) Are we ever qualified for anything we talk about on this? Mm. Oh, it's quantum mechanics, by the way. (laughs) You Google quantum mechanics is what I meant to say last week and couldn't think of. (laughs) All right, pop quiz. What were you gonna say before you talk about quantum mechanics? Uh. 
Oh, how come sometimes, how come, not even sometimes, oftentimes, no one cares at all about a weird artist's art until they're long gone and dead? Oh, good you know? question. Like, like wasn't um, Van Gogh that way? Yeah. And probably a bunch of other people. I think a big majority of them were that way. Yeah. Like, what? That's weird. <laughs> Can you believe it? Can you believe it? <laughs> they're dead and their work is wrong. Okay. Um, like, obviously, they. Oh, go ahead. Because they're better off dead. That's why people. Oh, people see Final their art answer. and they're like, thank God that guy's dead. I yep. feel something. Yeah. Huh. You don't have to do any more of this. <laughs> they just. They just feel a sense of relief because, like, <laughs> thank God, no more of this will ever yeah. be made. Picasso's, or wait, not because uh, Van Gogh's death was more of a celebration than anything. It's like finally, no more weird, finally. no more sticky sunflowers. This is the last starry sky no we more, ever have. No to more see. sticky sunflowers. Thank God. Hang this up. Everyone walking through the museums just sign relief the entire yeah. time. Woo. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! This is great! Wow! Yeah, I'll, I'll, I would, you couldn't put a price on that. <laughs> Except it's only in the hallways of the museum. Everyone's just so pissed off in the Van Gogh room, and then they walk in the hallway and go, "Ah!" Woo. <laughs> That's why I finally understand museums. God, I thought I just didn't understand art. Yeah, we cracked that one too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Bailey was crying in the museum. Oh yeah, she, was just, she just wanted it to be over. It's just like, can we stop looking at this terrible art? Ah, oh, it reminds me of the when he was still around. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think um, I think in all in all seriousness though, mm-hmm. I think it has to do with the fact that. That the the art was was um, oh man I'm not gonna be able to think of this word oh great here we go <laughs> the art was cataloging mm. the artist's life the artist's story rather nice. and the story hadn't Good yet one. come to a conclusion or the story mm. hadn't the, the, there okay. had, there wasn't really a point yet yeah you know because part of what made Van Gogh Van Gogh was he was crazy and he died poor and sad. And then when you looked at how beautiful the painting was, you were like, wow, he really, <laughs> he really was poor and sad. <laughs> Thank God he's gone. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, I, I think I really liked where that thought was going. Yeah. yeah and then yeah, you, yeah. The way you ended it was a little off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah, I think you are right. Like the tragedy aspect. I mean it it doesn't necessarily have to be tragedy, but physical art in particular seems like like the person who makes it really matters. Yeah. <laughs> for it. That's a True. hot take. <laughs> I would have to agree. 
I'm sorry. I was getting real distracted really by a lady hard. watering her flowers, and then this guy opened the window, and oh, yeah. there's just a lot going on outside oh, right she now. Look at us. <laughs> okay. We almost got caught being dorks. <laughs> um, I had a thought attached to that. Oh, well, I have a follow-up question, but I felt like you were on a roll with that. Like the well, story. Well, yeah, I just feel like I just I just think it's like it's a big part of the story, you know? Yeah. Which I don't again, it's yeah, like you're like not really the, saying anything groundbreaking there, but Yeah, like some people some people's story is interesting before they die, you know? Mm-hmm. Some people their death is kind of like man yeah. And also when you die, I, it's kind of morbid to think about, but like people don't really pay attention to you until you, and then when you die, like people really pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully. Well, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, even, yeah. I don't know. I think like even, at least in, in even Van Gogh, like some, Van Gogh, I feel like, you know, and I don't even know, again, we're not qualified for this. I don't yeah. picture Van Gogh as being a guy that had like tons of friends. Right. But right, when you right. hear. Oh yeah, that crazy art guy in town that no one knew just died. Everyone's like, "Oh, no way." How do you yeah. Know? Yeah, that's But if true. you're like, "Oh, that crazy art guy in town um did another painting." Did another art. Yeah. They would just be like, "Oh, oh can I have a muffin?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good muffin. point. Um, that's a good point. And that definitely But it's still hopefully. Huh? It's still like hopefully they care. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, yeah. I don't want this to encourage anybody to go out and think they have to die for their art to be worth right, anything. Right, right, You can right. make your story, you can make your story interesting no matter what you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, this is another rabbit hole, but we were just talking about um, John Mulaney's quote that was like, I thought I was good at comedy because of my drug addiction. It turns out I was good in spite of it. Right. And yeah, I like that because there's such a, there's, there's always that stigma of like an artist has to be tortured or depressed or an addict or something to be a good artist. And that's really dangerous to just think that's true and use that to justify any habits you have to make, good art yeah 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 you could you could substitute that with i thought my circumstance was the reason i was a good artist right i was a good artist despite it yeah yeah yes yes oh are you ready for a follow-up question yeah um so when it comes to application i'm trying to think of something weird you've done that i've really really enjoyed Oh no. Like. <laughs> oh no. Uh, let me let me think of it. I don't I guess I don't need a specific, but I want to ask you about a specific because I want to know I want to know like what the thought process is, you know? Just like pick your brain. Oh, okay. Like when you <laughs> <laughs> like when you made um when you made the the envelope envelope character oh, the yeah. angry envelope for with the taxes and uh-huh. the IRS thing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> like what 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 made you do that? <laughs> <laughs> um well it was for my 
What? I thought of a better specific, but oh, I was on. gonna say I was gonna say it was for my final project in film school. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. You can you can answer in regards to the envelope, but I just thought of a weird thing you did. That's probably my favorite thing you've ever done on your channel. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, I'm not actually. I'm not gonna say that because everything you've done on your channel, like I'll say that so many times. Good but save. one of the best things, <laughs> one of the one of my favorite moments on your channel. For some reason, I can't remember the video right now. But just in the middle of the video, you pick up a rock and then you drop it and you say, I just wanted to see how far I could throw that rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it keeps going and it like doesn't make sense. It's so weird, but it's such a like beautiful moment in the video. What in the world made you think to do that? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> um, which Do you remember which video that was? Yeah. That was the uh, behind in life video. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I was, trying to, I was debating whether or not I could lift that rock, and I guess I proved myself yeah. wrong. Okay, that's right. That's what it was, yeah. dude. I don't. I couldn't even answer on that one. The answer mm. to that one is just like I was setting up the shot, and I saw that rock, and I was just like, that looks right on the limit of what I could lift. <laughs> 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 that's it yeah, yeah and then i think like after the fact i was just like i have to know and so mm. i just lifted it and then after that i was like i gotta say something about yeah. this because i just recorded it and then i think when i was going back and editing i was oh. like that was the best part of what i just yeah. did so that one was like a happy accident, oh that's I beautiful yeah. i think that that's it like you you weren't you didn't like have it in mind that you're gonna do this weird kooky thing just like happened and it felt right and then included it yeah that's like that's perfect i think well there's like this i don't even know how to like put words into this next thought actually maybe i do sometimes there's like this ver there's like this genre of things uh-huh that i just love and i don't think there's really a word for it but it's like you know it when you see it and it's kind of like when you see, I guess it's just like stuff I like, but like, I like, I like photos where people are super tiny and standing in like really interesting places, you know? Mm. So like that, I like, mm -hmm. I like the outline of cactuses. I like stuff like that. I like, um, weird drony noises. I mm -hmm. like that. I like. And I kind of have this accumulated mental gallery of all of these things that I like, like, and I'll stumble into them in like random places just in everyday life. Like in Barcelona yesterday, we were walking around just taking photos and you took the most epic photo ever of a guy dumping water into a drain. <laughs> and that, that fits into this category of mm. things I'm interested in. Yeah. And part of, and I'm not, you know, part of what I'm striving for is to have just this big library of things that I know sort of fall in that category of cool things. Mm -hmm. And then being able to put those pieces together into something cohesive more often than, but it's like this collection thing. It's like your own preferences are this this long-winded collection of things you just randomly run into. Like, picking that heavy rock up was, like, part of those things. Yeah. Where I was like, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's hard to communicate it. Totally. Yeah, which 
like to me as you're explaining that maybe a, a fitting a similarity or analogy in my head is tattoos mm-hmm. in maybe it's always been this way maybe it's because i just started paying attention but it seems like people used to care a lot about like it has to document something it has to have a meaning or a story behind it or something and now people more so are understanding like it doesn't have to have a specific meaning or documentation or story behind it um at least the type of for the type of tattoos i'm interested in it's more about this collection of things that make you feel good yeah or feel some something um perfect example today <laughs> i got a tattoo of the plastic vampire teeth that you would get at Halloween Show time. the people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's not like, it's not like that means anything specific, but there's a yeah, bunch your dad, of, your dad was in the manufacturer of vampire <laughs> yeah, plastic teeth. Yeah. He, died in, he died in a freak vampire teeth explosion or something. Yeah. But it's like, it's a part it's a part of an aesthetic and it's a part of like memories I have. And hopefully eventually it's a part of like a quilt of a bunch of different things like that, that I like how it looks like how it makes me feel. It's kind of attached to some memories, but not really anything specific. Dude, we're on to something here. Yeah. You, all right. Ready for something? Cornball. Yeah. You get to op- you get the opportunity to be the curator of your own gallery of aesthetic and preferences, and that gallery is a gallery called life. Wow, that was beautiful, Shay. Thanks. You just, <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> yeah, that's so much of it, cause, cause that's so much of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Man. <laughs> like, it's just cool. Because I know you and I know we're super similar, but I also know that your gallery doesn't look like yeah, mine. Yeah, totally. But but because of that, I like, I like visiting your gallery uh-huh. <laughs> because I'm able to pick and choose all of these little bits and pieces that I like and then go put them in my gallery. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's like everyone's different and you got to be yourself because everyone else is taken. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I don't know how to tie that. I don't know how to tie that back into weirdness, but there's like this pair. There's a, there's a gallery next to your gallery Mm -hmm. where you don't understand why it's that way but it makes you feel good just like your gallery compared to my gallery yeah well, <laughs> maybe not good but. well what i was gonna say about the weirdness is some people will put stuff in their gallery just because it's in other people's gallery and there's no thought behind whether it goes next to your other things what the what i don't know this is getting so hard to talk about <laughs> yeah yeah. Okay, we always make fun of like when it comes, <laughs> I don't know, this is probably shots fired to everyone that's ever held a camera, but 
We always make fun of like whenever no one has an idea of what to film, they just make a ballerina in a red dress like dance through either those like smoke bombs or like or like giant warehouse on the beach at sunset or a giant Mm. warehouse or Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm not trying to like toss any shade or anything, but that doesn't belong in anybody's gallery. (laughs) (laughs) That is complete. That is complete pretentious Wait. nonsense. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere with this, with like some big analogy or something. <laughs> no, just, Instead, you're just calling out one specific type of shot that you hate. What I'm saying is, saying, what I'm saying is, if you think that's cool, you have no taste. <laughs> we have this whole conversation about <laughs> about like. Just general preferences in different directions. <laughs> and then you just <laughs> call out one shot. So all of that's great. But if you film a ballerina in a warehouse, you're a fucking moron. Well, they have a red dress on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But okay, the sentiment, there's something there though, because yeah. even with like we went out shooting again, like I said, we were shooting, we we're doing some street photography in Barcelona, which I'm not good at. Turns out you're like the god of it. <laughs> <laughs> I found out last night, but there's so many things. I was just like, I need a subject. You know, it's mm. so easy to shoot stuff when you have a subject. And I was like, I could really go for a ballerina in a red dress dancing <laughs> through these streets <laughs> because I have no taste. <laughs> Oh man. You got any other <laughs> shots you want to just throw out that people should avoid? Oh, you want me to go down this road? I can totally go down I don't this know, road. I'm kind of scared. But we may as well. We may as well. What's um I feel like you got to give me one. There yeah, I can't be the only one to do one. this cuz I know we've talked about more than just Yeah, definitely. Oh, I know of one that you know of. Um, we may have actually. Oh, I got already. one. Okay, yeah. Um, guy walks out to edge of cliff, giant landscape scene. <laughs> guy is silhouetted, stands there for a minute, looking out into the distance, contemplating his life, and then turns around and walks back. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> you and me are like that's basically that's what we built our the empire only on. shot I know how to do. <laughs> Dude, it's so hard. Um, uh, this is really broad, but filming people filming, I think it's just because you and me have done it to each other like so much that now I'm just like, I cannot possibly make filming people filming look cool anymore. Yeah, I well, can't do it. After we, we've talked about that once or twice now. Okay. Well, not that specifically. You and I have talked about how people using cameras just will never look cool. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, ever since we've had those conversations, that's made me realize, yeah, filming people filming is tough because people using cameras just does not look cool. It no, looks so No, and also lame. it's just like, like, it's just weird. It's like, yeah, it's just weird. So that's when, as soon as there's a sequence of someone filming, someone filming, I'm like, Definitely scrubbing through to get to the part where that part ends. Yeah. Um, huh. Alarm clock. Ooh. Yeah. Video starts with the alarm <laughs> clock going off and the hand going. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Did that. 
did that a couple times. I'm I only bring sure. that one up because you made you made fun of yourself on that. Yeah, one. Yeah, so. I know. Oh yeah, I've filmed so many people filming. I've definitely used. The oh alarm yeah, I mean clock you find you learn all this the times. hard way for sure. Yeah, and it's not like it's forbidden. Oh, you know how like okay. Well, this is so much more specific to just stuff that you and I are interested in. But in skateboarding, there's like illegal tricks, mm. but people still do illegal tricks and make them work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah, that's a. I don't know. I don't know what that means, but that's a great. That's a great. Like you know what point. I'm talking about, though. Yeah, absolutely. Like fifty-fifty kickflip is an illegal trick, but. Yeah, and. That trick that's a Smith, but the other way around. Yeah, could look so dumb, but some people can make it look real good. But again, that's like that's not very broad. Like people don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> they might. There's some skaters out there. Yeah, maybe. Shout but out to the skaters. Out of all twenty of you, one of you, <laughs> one or two might be skateboarders. So does that mean the with the skating analogy? Mm-hmm. Does that mean the lesson? To this conversation. Don't say anything about a red dress ballerina. I won't. Okay. Does that mean the lesson is some people can do weird things, other people can do weird things, but only some of them are going to be cool doing it? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe, oh, maybe the lesson is, maybe the lesson is you can do weird things. And some people are going to think it's cool, but it's almost guaranteed that some people are going to think it's not cool. Mm. If you don't do weird things, no one's going to fault you for not being weird. Yeah. But no matter how good you are, there's going to be someone who's like whining about how it's too weird. Yeah. Like you take on the responsibility or you take on the acceptance that someone's not going to like it. Weren't you just telling me recently some story about like I can't remember the story but (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) I can't remember oh no this is going nowhere this thought is going absolutely nowhere I want to know the story I told (sighs) it was something along the lines of like make things more universally acceptable as you're building your work and your following and your audience. And then once that's established, then like go into experimenting and making weird things. And by doing that, you really find the like dedicated people. I essentially watched a video that was about, that was about rap and it was really good video. And I, I will not be able to do their point justice as well as they did, but essentially Essentially, I think the sentiment was you can do the super weird thing that fills. Oh, no. Oh, no. I forgot to format my memory card. Okay. Hang tight. I'm going to delete one one video. Okay. Oh, my God. And we're back. Okay. Sorry. Brief technical thing. But Uh, okay. Basically, I was going to say I was watching this YouTube video that was that was really good. I won't be able to do it justice. But the sentiment was essentially you can do the thing that fulfills you creatively and accept the fact that you're probably going to lose a lot of engagement. People are not going to, most, most mm. people aren't going to understand it because you are in so deep on your craft that 
you may have a perspective on it that the average consumer just won't have hmm. because you have all of this expertise and knowledge and your taste has been developed over the course of being engaged in your art at a level that your audience just isn't. And hmm. so, or you can essentially dumb it down and what you lose out on is you'll lose a lot of creative fulfillment, but you will gain the relatability because you don't have to, you don't have to have this whole background of knowledge that leads you into the, the craft that you're creating. It's just like, it could just be widely enjoyable. Hmm. And the video is essentially saying the most successful artists are the ones, or I don't even think it said that. It was basically just saying like, some of the most notable artists are the ones who do both. So they mm. can create the thing that is super widespread, super easy to engage with, but they're not afraid of sacrificing some of that for the creative fulfillment of doing something. And some things will land right in the middle where it's, it's super relatable and widely uh, approachable, but also completely outside the box compared mm. to everything else in the space. So one of the examples of that was Kanye's My Beautiful, Dark, Bright, Beautiful, Dark, Twisted Boy. Fantasy. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and another example of it was like Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. These things that are everyone loves, but mm. just perfectly struck the balance between... 20 a Million by Bon Iver. 20 Million, totally. <laughs> everyone loves that album. <laughs> All those club bangers like CR <laughs> emoji of a snail sign <laughs> underscore three. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway. Yeah. No, sorry to sorry to throw that in, but no, yeah, okay. that's a, that's a sick that's a sick point, Shay. It's <laughs> <That's> really sick. <laughs> Man. Um I like it and I wish there was an answer, but it seems like there's just no answer. There is. Oh, don't. Buy and have everyone be happy you're gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. And don't ever film a ballerina in a red dress. That is definitely a, a hard, fast rule. When I was talking about like there are illegal things that you can get away with. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ballerinas. <laughs> Who have we ousted on this podcast? I don't know if we've ousted a people group as big as ballerinas yet mm. but it's just the red dress you can get away with it just yeah no red dress on the beach in iceland mm. or mm -hmm. with fire at all fire dancers in general no fire dancers i don't know i just went to one of my best childhood friends weddings and he oh, had a fire dancer on the awesome. dance floor well, of the wedding. Uh, there was, was fire sick. dancing in Hawaii that was kind of sick, too. Yeah. All right, fire dancers, you get a shaky pass. <laughs> a shaky pass. But, okay. okay, oh, here's what I think about fire dancers. Uh -huh. Amazing in person. Yeah. Not yeah. amazing on film. Ooh. Tacky on Ooh. film. Ooh. Maybe some things are just meant to be experienced IRL. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, like... The feeling of being close to a waterfall <laughs> or the feeling of having your son born. Yeah. It's so funny to act like daughter. that's a revelation when that's like the most <laughs> yeah. obvious thing. Whoa. Something like you saying, can't get on Whoa, the internet. Live music is just unlike listening to it on CD. <laughs> <laughs> so in this episode, we cracked Rothko. Mm -hmm. We cracked... Um, 
the dead guy, Van Gogh. Uh-huh. Thank God he's gone. We discovered the newest, hottest meme. We discovered the newest, hottest meme. Um, and we had a good time along the way. Yeah, and we finally told ballerinas what someone's been needing to tell them for a long time. <laughs> ballerinas probably go in the same category as fire dancers for me because if I saw a beautiful ballerina doing an elegant dance, I don't mm. think I would be mad. Yeah, um, that's true. In real life, it would be sick. But if I saw the 240 frame per second backlit bullshit I have to deal with... <laughs> Oh. One more time. <laughs> I can probably think of like two times I've ever seen a ballerina in 240p. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to go there because <laughs> that starts getting pretty specific. Um, also, just like camera tests. Like, they're always like, we need to test this camera. What are we going to do? Also,. <laughs> What the? What is with these camera test videos? What do you need to test? You don't need to test it, dog. The Sony Corp has been testing it for years and years before they even started to think about giving it to your to your cheapo ballerina dance filming ass. You don't need to test anything. You're not gonna come back with any info, dude. <laughs> I wish I felt as passionately about this as you. Just title it something different. Just title it Ballerina in Iceland Goes Crazy. Must see in 4K. Listen with headphones. There's a new guy on the porch. Oh, man. He's definitely watching us while he vapes. Yeah. Well, this has been a riveting episode. Yeah, I guess so. Unless you're <laughs> Christopher Nolan, the best director of all time and space in all of history. You can't do a camera test unless it's 70 millimeter IMAX black and white custom film. <laughs> you then you can go test your camera. <laughs> do, do you, um, you want to keep ranting before I ask you the next question? <laughs> no, I need this. Are you I'm sure? Done. I'm, done. No I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Any apologies you'd like to make? Ballerinas. Ah. <laughs> You're not going to apologize to ballerinas? No. Wow. Okay. No, I probably will apologize to camera test people because it's just exciting to get a new camera. I get it. Wow. So you have more grace for the dude filming the ballerina in 240p than or you the do girl the ballerina. the ballerina in 240p. Because if I only call out ballerinas, it makes me sound kind of misogynistic. Or the guy ballerina in a red dress. Is a guy ballerina called a... A ballerino. A ballerino. <laughs> is, it, is it? Or is a guy ballerina just a... Is a... Is a... He, it's a ballerina, baby. <laughs> well, and they can only dance to rap. Thanks for tuning in to... Another hard-hitting news dropping. <laughs> do you have wait? Do you have any apologies? Nope. Yeah, I guess. Well, really. Well, um, let me think about it. Oh uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't even remember what I said. Two two days in a row podcasting. That's about the limit. Tomorrow's gonna get. I know. I started loose. to get a little loose near the end of this one. <laughs>
Um, I am sorry. Probably sorry Van Gogh. To, yeah, probably Van Gogh. Mm. I'm sorry, Van Gogh. I'm, glad, I'm sorry I said everyone's glad you're dead and your art is a reminiscent of the fact that you died. <laughs> that was kind of mean. <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. I got Jesus. no sorries. Okay. Yep. All right. I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to... Well, see you later. <laughs> <laughs>